Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tubes show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren, and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. Thanks for listening and hanging out with me here today. This is a lived experience and one that I think is better shared. And what do I know? Well, in late 2018, I was diagnosed with oropharyngeal cancer and I went on to have a third of my tongue removed, both tonsils, the tumour, 30 lymph nodes and 30 chemoradiotherapy sessions. I also had a peg tube feed for 15 months and ate nothing orally in that time. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Hello and welcome to Series 3 of Episode 47 of the No Feeding Tubes Show. It's 2023 and you might have noted that I've had a bit of a break. And in having that break, it's given me some time to have a think about what this first episode for 2023 is going to be all about. And I've entitled it, Why I Don't Call Myself a Warrior. Today's episode, I have decided to take some of my learnings from what we'd call almost vintage Tony Robbins now from a book entitled uh, Awaken the Giant Within. And it's one of those books that I always refer back to and I have done over the years of my career, but I thought it was really apt for head and neck cancer treatment. And for those that have been um, following me for a while, know that uh, I'm about four years out from treatment now. And I suspect, and I'm always hesitant to say this, that this is probably as good as it's ever going to get for me. So uh, taking that on board, uh, I'm always a bit mindful about what I talk about on the podcast show and what happens on my YouTube channel. And what sort of things I discuss and whether they have relevance to you at the particular time that you're going through treatment. And if you're new to this, then, it's you know, I guess it's a way of you, um, or I hope it is, a way of you continuing to have hope and motivation around your treatment and where life may or may not go for you. But why I don't call myself a warrior I'm going to talk about the three decisions that Tony Robbins talks about that really do dictate, um, you know, controlling the control of your destiny. And and it made so much sense to me once I read it. And I really use those three decision making, um, you, you know, criteria as a way of me managing my life. Uh, post head and neck cancer treatment and we all know that we have good days we have bad days we have days where you just think oh gee you know it's just tough it's just tough and I had one of those couple of days ago I actually had a couple of weeks over Christmas and New Year where uh, I'd actually been in quite a bit of pain and it was a pain that I didn't recognize in the sense that it was in a place I didn't know Um, it was light but it was continual and it just dropped me out of 
society, basically. I just had to not go there. Now, whether that was because um, I was on a bit of a break and my body just went, I've had enough, I don't know. But at no point during that process of um, uh, relaxation or me getting over things do and have I ever said, oh, I'm such a warrior, uh, I'm an inspiration, you know. I, I Sorry, I don't um, buy into that. I think this is a really shitty journey that uh, head and neck cancer people have to just go through and depending on what treatment you've had will dictate to a greater degree what amount of shit you are going to go through. Um, so I don't think it's anything to do with being a warrior, but I do think it's got a lot to do with the decisions that you make, which is why I draw on Tony Robbins' uh, commentary around those three decisions that shape your destiny. And the first one that he talks about is uh, the decisions about what you focus on. And he talks about laser-like focus. And I know this in my own career and work life that um, physical activity and meditation create uh, environments for me that ensure that I'm laser-like focus. And I have always been a bit like that. Once I get hold of something, I used to liken it to a puppy with a wet towel on a beach playing. You know, once they grip that and they won't let go of it, I'm a little bit like that. So that really resonated with me, that process of deciding, you know, what you're going to focus on is the thing that's going to shape your destiny. And after head and neck cancer treatment, I had this whole life planned out as to what I was going to go and do. And it meant that I had to really um, pivot. There's a word that I <laughs> used way before COVID. Um, and I had to just rethink what I was going to focus on. And for me, like most of us, the focus just was living. I've just got to get through this. I just have to get through this six weeks of treatment. My oncologist very helpfully said to me, he likened it to a marathon. He said, Yvonne, I can't say anything more to you. Just you just have to get down that main stretch. You've got to get around that corner, but it's a slog. It's a marathon. It's a long way. And just get it through. Just get through it, excuse me, day by day by day. So that was my decision back then some four years ago was purely just to get through the treatment. Um, now, I'm a woman that uh, had never been in hospital. Uh, I'm a woman that's never broken a bone. I've never had an operation. Uh, nothing about any of this treatment was in any way familiar to me at all, let alone having a whole bunch of medical people looking after me and uh, dictating, telling me what I was going to eat and drink and do. And, um, you know, the whole thing was just totally foreign to me. So... The decisions that you are making now uh, are going to shape where you're going to end up. And I think um, just getting through the treatment and the process is a really good place to start. But overall, for me, even in those early days, one of the decisions, 
and I was crystal clear about this, was that I was not ever going to live the rest of my life with that peg tube feeder in my stomach. Just no. And I made the decision really without knowing the ramifications of what that peg tube was going to mean. And someone the other day made a comment about the name of my podcast, The No Feeding Tube Show, and she said that she felt it was um, derogatory, you know, because feeding tubes keep us all alive. Absolutely. And I would say to you, uh, it's not meant to be derogatory. It's about the decision that I made personally. I didn't want a feeding tube. And there was no way known, come hell or high water, was I going to live with a feeding tube? Uh, so that's the decision that I made. Now, I was lucky in that, um, you know, I didn't, I wasn't in a position uh, from a physical standpoint that I wasn't going to be able to move off that peg tube feeder either. So, uh, but I didn't know that, that at the time and nor did my medical team, to be honest. We weren't too sure. I was actually told that I may be a lot for the rest of my life. So your decisions about what you focus on will dictate where you end up. That's what Tony's saying. The second decision, and that's um, what things mean to you, deciding what things mean to you. If something's high up that priority list for you, chances are you're going to give it a bit more attention and it's going to be more important to you. And for me, that decision of food's important, social aspect is important and going out socially and eating and drinking is was not only my life but it was my career so um they were important to me so those two things I didn't want to peg tube I knew I wasn't going to live with it for the rest of my life I knew that food and wine and socializing was really important and having said that Four years out, I'm still struggling with it, but I'm better than I was. I know that, and I know I am going to continue to improve, or rather I'm going to find ways uh, to ensure that I can still participate in food and wine, uh, and they are going to improve as life goes on. Um, and the third thing that he talks about is... Uh, the decisions about what you're going to do to create the result that you want or that you desire. So they're the three decisions that Tony Robbins says are the ones that are going to shape your destiny. And that's, that last one again is um, the decisions that you create or decide to ensure that you end up with the result that you want. Now, in, in my case, um, that, that meant things like uh, working on physical plans around how I could eat, how I could stretch uh, my mouth open to get a fork or a spoon full of food in. And, I, and I'll just deviate here. Um, I was listening to something today. It was a speech-language pathologist in the... UK or the States, either way. She was obviously talking to other speech-language pathologists about measuring her, their head and neck cancer patients' mouth openings. 
And I thought, well, that's great, but no one's talking about how you actually get people to open their mouths. Um, not enough, in my opinion. Anyway, that's why I don't call myself a warrior. I don't think it's about being a warrior. I don't think it's about being strong. I don't think it's about, um, you know, being this outer space person that has all these amazing, powerful skills or tenacity. Well, it is tenacity, but it's not about being a warrior. It's about making focused and heartfelt decisions and actually making decisions, not about choosing a preference. It's about making hard decisions. And by that, that means that you've cut out every other possibility because this is what you are going to do. And that's what I did. Uh, in making these decisions, I might just add, the other thing that's been happening just of late with me are people talking to me about, you know, what are you flogging? What are you selling? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? And if I'm, and if I'm saying that with a bit of attitude, it's because it's actually starting to get up my nose a bit. Um, you know, I do this because I want other people who are in the same position as me to have the best quality food life that they can possibly have. And if I can distill or pass on or motivate or coach or talk or speak to something that makes one small increment of positivity in a head and neck cancer treatment patient's life, then my job here has been done. I'm not going to get on my soapbox about that, but there's been a few things thrown at me of late that I've had to go, right, that's fine, that's your opinion, but this is what I'm trying to do. And that is what I am trying to do is to give you some hope and motivation because God knows there was nothing out there much um, for me when I was going through it. And I know other people have um, tried to do things, but... I talk about it warts and all, and one of those things about us being warriors, I don't know, it doesn't sit comfortably with me, and I think head and neck cancer treatment is quite different from other cancer treatments. It has an impact on so much of our daily lives around eating, drinking, and socialising, and family activity and relationship activity, and that's what makes it quite different from other cancer treatments, in my humble opinion. So that's today's episode, episode 47, why I don't call myself a warrior. And I don't because I believe it's all about decision making and actually making decisions that you're um, keen to follow through on, that you're passionate about, and that you won't... Um, you know, you just cut out all other possibilities around that. So thank you for joining me here today. That was me just having a bit of a rant uh, to try and kick into 2023, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I always um, look forward to receiving your feedback, and you do give it to me, which is great. And if you like the show, I would encourage you to help me out by leaving a review uh, on whatever platform that you listen to this on. That would really help me. Uh, I do note that the, the numbers of listeners are going up, so I'm really pleased, which means I must be doing something right. I've made the decision to continue to keep doing the podcast 
uh, and, the, and the YouTube channel. Um, some people like to watch me, some people don't. If you watch me, it means I have to put makeup on. That's the only thing um, that puts me off doing that. I can talk to the cows, come home. So take care, everybody. Um, eat well, look after yourself, and look after someone else until I see you uh, in the next episode of the No Feeding Tube Show. Take care. See you again soon. Bye.